Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Good Deeds. I'm your host, guess what? I am Dr. Renee Sunday. We love you so much here at Good Deeds. You know, good deeds happen every second of the day. And that's what we have to know, believe, and we have to trust that. And everything we do is say as we walk through this journey that we call life. And here at Good Deeds, I have the pleasure and the honor of being your host. I am Dr. Renee Sunday, and I am the platform builder. So what we do is, you know what we do. We help people identify their purpose that they're not aware. And then we build a platform, say it with me, to be seen, be heard, and a team team. That means to get paid. Because you have to monetize our thing, and that's our honorable thing. And we're going to just say that, right? I love it when my phone do a ching ching, okay? <laughs> and I make sure I tell everybody to put that ching ching on their telephone, okay? But the key is the greatness that you have inside of you. Somebody right now, this this thing, somebody right now is praying. Somebody right now is thinking about, let's be real, thinking about hurting themselves or hurting somebody else because they need an answer, because they need help. And the greatness you have inside is, guess what, is solving the problem. Solving a problem for somebody. And that's what you have to find out what problem are you solving. You have to find out how to package that thing. You have to find out actually how to present it to people that they'll realize that what you're talking about is for them because sometimes they don't, they don't know, but then actually how they can actually go past what they actually going through. And that's what we like doing here at Good Beats and me personally, the things that I do and the other companies that I have. We got to bring that clarity so you can actually don't stop. Get it, get it. You know I was going to bring it in there somewhere, right? I love it, I love it, I love it. But Good Beats itself, we actually want you to shine your light to the world because if you shine your light to the world, guess what? It will help somebody else, and it actually is going to help you as well because we actually heal by sharing the information that we've been through and the help of the people in their journey. But we ain't, we're not going to delay it because, you know, I can talk, right? <laughs> but, you know, I'm just super excited and passionate about how to help people. That's what it's all about. All people. And while we helping other people, we actually helping ourselves. That personal development is a serious thing, and we actually need to do it on work. You know the word, on a daily basis. We have a world changer with us today, this afternoon, depending on where you are. But I have to stop a minute and say thank you. Thank you for supporting us. Thank you for supporting us on our iTunes podcast. You download. Thank you. You check us out on YouTube. You check it out on the website and, of course, on social media. We just thank you for that because you believe in us, and you know as back at you that we actually believe in you. But we have a ooh, I gotta get to this. Dr. Kareem Johnson, let me tell you, AKA, and I love that. The purpose pusher. Ooh, so she's gonna push you, okay? You know, I like that pushing. Push me. Don't let don't let me stay in the same situation. No matter if it's good or bad. Push me, okay? But she's a woman of God that is truly, and I love the word truly, walking in her purpose. Dr. Johnson is an entrepreneur. She's a published author of not one, not two, not three. For four books, okay? We're going to actually dive deep into those. And she's going to tell us about what, about, excuse me, what she's been working on, guess what, lately. She also allowed God to use her in many, ooh, many capacities to bring into the lives of people. See, see what she's been saying? We 
situation, but we actually have to help other people. Dr. Johnson is an apostolic and prophetic voice to, guess what, the nation. She is described by many as a trailblazer, a dynamic teacher, an inspirational corporate speaker, and a mentor to many men and women of God. Woo, I just love it. I love it. I love it. I, ooh, I just can't hardly even stay still, right? But she is also a wife of Deacon Johnson and the mother of four beautiful, beautiful children. Ooh, I just can't, I can't wait. You know I have my pen and I have my paper. But we want to welcome, welcome other than Dr. Kareem Johnson to good deeds. Are you there? Yes, ma'am. I'm here. God bless you, and thank welcome. you so much for having me on this evening. Yes, welcome to Good Deeds. I just love you. I love you. I love the things that you do. We're just so glad that we're going to have a conversation after on Good Deeds. Isn't that amazing? Amen. Amen. <laughs> but tell us a little bit more about yourself, Dr. Johnson, and the theme. You know, just how you just change the world. You just really make an impact on others. And let us know more information about that. Amen. Once again, I am Dr. Corrine Johnson, um, a.k.a. known as the Purpose Pusher, um, as Dr. Sunday um, has already said. But my assignment for this season is to help push the people of God into their purpose, into their divine destiny that God has for their life. And a lot of times um, I come in contact with people and they know that they have a call of God on their life. They know that God um, has something for them to do in the earth, but they're not able to identify what their gift is. They're not able to identify what it is that God has called them to do. So as I begin to mentor and pray and and teach um, the men and women of God how to identify their purpose and not only identify it, but walk in the fullness of that which God has called them to walk in. So as a purpose pusher, my job is to um, push you uh, to your destiny. A lot of times we like to procrastinate. We like to, uh, for the people that know what their purpose is but not willing to get up and do the work, we like to procrastinate. So once you come in contact with me, uh, my assignment is to push you every single day and remind you and keep you focused on the things that God has called you to do and push you into your divine purpose and destiny that God has um, for his people in the earth. Wow, that is so amazing. Let's, let's ask this question because a lot of people are using the word purpose. Kind of give us a, 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 a kind of a working information or definition of when, so everybody is kind of understand what, what does that actually mean, being in our purpose, walking in our purpose. Because we use that word in so many different areas of the world. I mean, political people talk about it. When people speak, we talk about it, of course, in, in, the, in the body of Christ. So kind of give us some help with that so we'll make sure we're on the right page. Amen. Well, T.D. Jakes um, has a quote that says that if you can um, – uh, find your passion, then it's going to lead you directly into your purpose. And more than likely, whatever it is that you enjoy doing, that you like to do, um, that's it's, it's, a, it's attached to your purpose. And I tell people all the time, you know, a lot of times we're looking um, – uh, for our purpose, but we must we have to look to God to know what our purpose is because He ordained all of us with a purpose and with an assignment in the earth, 
And your purpose is the thing that God has placed on the inside of you that's going to, when you begin to birth it forth, it is going to be a solution. It's going to be the answer to somebody's problems in the earth. And so our purpose is not even about us. It's bigger than us. And once we tap into it, we have to understand that our purpose is the solution um, or the answer to uh, somebody's prayers, to somebody's dreams. And so we, when we think about the word purpose, we think about the very thing that God has placed on the inside of us from the very beginning, from the foundation of the world, but we just have to learn how to identify it and begin to um, birth it forth and begin to walk um, in the place of purpose. And a lot of times we we don't necessarily fulfill our purpose because we uh, we connect with maybe uh, people um, that's not uh, maybe or uh, anointed to help us identify what our purpose is. And so we kind of filter around and, and filibuster about what their purpose is, but and one thing that I do to help people identify what their purpose is, is that is begin to, first of all, start off with prayer. Because when we begin to consult God concerning our purpose, because he created us for the purpose. So if we need to know what it is, we need to begin to pray and begin to ask God what it is on the inside of us that we are to birth forth. But when we think about purpose, divine purpose, the first thing we must know is that our purpose is not about us. It's for somebody else. It's going to be um, the answer for somebody else. It's going to help somebody else to be able to move forward in the thing that God has called them to do. Hmm. That's right. Well, tell us, you know, the thing about, you know, there's so much going on in the world. I mean, you know, we turn on the TV and we see this. We, we, you know, the music that our young people and even the adults that we're listening to, uh, so many people, and I think people call it the imposter syndrome, some people say, or people are, quote, unquote, copying what somebody else is doing. How do we, you know, because the Bible said that, you know, we are, unique, you know, we're beautifully and wonderfully made, that we are unique, and we, we know even through, uh, you know, technology that we don't, have, even twins don't have the same uh, uh, DNA all the way, you know, depending on what type of twin they are, and then we don't have the same fingerprint. So that means that all of us, and I always use the example, uh, everybody has a piece of the pie or a piece of the, you know, whatever circle you want to make an analogy pizza, if you want to say that. How do we actually, and of course, ladies and gentlemen, you know, we be diving deep. The best thing is at the end of the broadcast, you know, we're going to give that contact information with Dr. Johnson because everyone's situation will be different. So how do we actually get to that point that we actually, you know, things that I like to do, but, okay, I like to do this, but it, should I keep it as a hobby or actually should I, you know, pursue it more, and get more education, get more, you know, maybe, a, a, you know, a mentor, should I actually establish a business and make this a full thing that I'm working on? How do we delegate that? Because people that, especially in business, we, you know, you don't make money right away. Some people don't make really a lot of money sometimes. Uh, it can be up there five, seven, or even ten years. So how should we say, okay, this is going to stay a hobby? Or are we going to actually go all the way and go way in to actually establish it as a business that we can actually have profit from? Well, I'll use myself for an example to answer your question, uh, Dr. Sunday. Um, as you know that I am known as the purpose pusher and 
and the Purpose Pusher is um, not just a mentoring um, service. It is a the Purpose Pusher is also um, a place where I also teach people how to uh, step by step write their books. Um, the Purpose Pusher is also um, connected to an apostolic um, piece of ministry um, that literally um, teaches the fivefold ministry, that of the prophet, the evangelist, the pastor, and the teacher, how to um, walk in the fullness of the gifts that God has called them to. But one thing we must understand about our purpose, we know that our passion and what we like to do is our purpose in the earth or is connected to our purpose in the earth. We have to use wisdom and we must know that even though I would love to love, love, love to have an eight-hour day job sitting at my desk and just doing everything um, that's related to the purpose pusher, but I have a full-time job. And my full-time job is there to help finance um, the place where I'm trying to take the purpose pusher. And so as you begin to, God begins to show you and uncover what your purpose is in the earth and you begin to move forward and focus in, and one thing that I tell people to do is is write it down. When God begins to speak and tell you different things to do concerning your purpose, whether it's uh, your uh, business or whatever, write it down. Write down the vision so you can begin to declare it, and you can where well, you can see it every day and begin to declare it and begin to speak it into existence, the manifestation of it into existence. And as you begin to declare it. You got to begin to, if you're on a full-time job, begin to use the finances if you if they are available to help um, birth forth the place where you actually want to be. And even though you may be working in it right now, it may be four, five, six years before you're actually able to say, okay, I'm going to come off my job and I'm just going to work um, solely on the purpose pusher. But it is it is a process of using um Wisdom, and it's a step-by-step process of, like you said, getting somebody to mentor you, uh, to show you step-by-step how to go forth and begin to um, birth forth your business so your business can become a uh, full-time entity for you to where you're making, um, you have income coming in from that business. And so it doesn't just become your business, but it's your purpose and it's your passion and it's what you actually enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. You're right about that, because I I I I go through that uh, myself, and and actually me personally, and then the clients that I have, it's it, it really hard. And I, what I do is I do bring just like you do. I do bring in prayer, meditation, and actual exercises because really and truly, we can't, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Can I be? I'm gonna just be real. We can advise you, but you actually have to have that function. And uh, and what I mean the unction is the Holy Spirit has to advise you, agree with you uh, in regards to what you should actually spend your time on and what you're paying attention to and what you're actually going to monetize. Because uh, if, if, if you follow my brand, I do a lot of things, but let me tell you, all of this is under the umbrella of helping people. And sometimes... I'll be honest, I actually have done some things that I had to pull away from because when God tells me to stop, of course I stop. But number two, I have to really protect my brand. And and, and I don't know if you guys have kind of noticed, I'm shifting a little bit actually with my whole branding. My whole branding, uh, if you're listening to this, uh, you know, (laughs) 
I'm, I'm actually shifting a lot in my branding and the things that I'm doing, and, and I try to let my, you know, and I'm saying it, it took a lot of deliverance, and I'm going to just be honest, and a lot of meditation and God saying, stop for real, of letting my team, you know, really do their gifts. And I stay in the position I need to stay as a visionary. But the key is that Dr. Johnson saying so wonderfully, we actually need to, to really be keen on what we need to be doing in this season. And talk about that if you've actually had experience with that, because just like we just saying, okay, hobby versus what we need to monetize, the same thing can even be happening, you know, even in church. Uh, if God tells you to stay at this place, go to another place, or even if God tells you to stop doing this in your business and, and focus on that, tell us how we deal with that because I think a lot of people, though I, I, I can't remember how a preacher said it one time, and I think he said it this way, but I'm paraphrasing. He said you need to know when your season is up. So how do you deal with that? Because I think one thing we as humans are wonderful with adapt, adapting to a situation but we actually have to have some clues, <laughs> and we have to hear, of course, the Holy Spirit of telling us when it's time to transition. So talk to us a little bit about that, Dr. Johnson, because a lot of people have questions about that. They they frustrated, they're overwhelmed, dot, 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 dot. Is that somewhat normal with growth, if you will, or is that a sign that it's time for us to shift and maybe transition to something else that God actually wants us to do? Well, once once again, uh, Dr. Renee, I'm going to uh, share just a brief testimony with you of, of my own personal life, and that is I um, opened up a ministry, uh, built it from the ground up, and I pastored it for four years. Um, and about probably about nine months ago, that I closed that ministry down. Now, when uh, the four years that I pastored, um, I did it under the grace of God because that's what he graced me to do for a season. But when that season was up, I could hear the Holy Spirit telling me clearly that it was time for me to transition. And I could hear the Holy Spirit clearly telling me to close the ministry down. But being a pastor, of course, I begin to question God and I begin to ask God, well, if I'm going to close the ministry down, where are the people going to go? What, where are you going to uh, place the people that I'm shepherding right now? And I know that uh, it was God because it became so frustrating. Um, it became like a weight uh, that was upon me, and I became really frustrated and aggravated with um, the ministry. I wasn't as passionate about pastoring as I had been before. And so sometimes when we're graced to do a thing, it's only for a season, and you will know when it's your season to transition because I knew when it was my season to transition because I could feel I was I could feel um, the grace that the Lord had bestowed upon me for that season. I could literally feel I felt it when it when it literally lifted from me and God was trying to shift me into another season. But I stayed even though the Lord told me six months prior to close down the ministry. I still continued to pastor because I couldn't see I couldn't understand why he wanted me to transition, what he was going to do within the transition. But once I obeyed God, um, in the midst of uh, coming up to those six months before I actually walked in obedience, he allowed people begin people begin to walk away from the ministry. And here I am questioning God, where are they going to go? And God allowed them to, to begin to walk away from the ministry because God was trying to shift me and transition me into a new season. And so I'll say to those that, 
um, or in different ministries and, and are frustrated and don't know um, whether or not God is saying transition or not, you will know um, when God is desiring for you to transition because you're whereas, like I said, there was a grace that was upon me to fulfill the assignment of the pastorate, but once that grace lifted off of me for that season, it was time for me to transition. God frustrated me in the place where I was, and not only did he frustrate me, but like he did Elijah at the brook, he allowed some things to begin to dry up. He allowed some resources to begin to dry up, whereas there was an abundance and there was an overflow. He allowed some things to dry up to get me to move to the next place. And so if you're experiencing frustration, you're um, experiencing a drought in certain areas of your life, God is trying to transition you to that next place of ministry, to that next assignment, to that next um place of assignment that he has for you. You better say it. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Girl, <laughs> you ain't saying that. I got to rest on that a minute, okay, because you got to know when to move to boost. That's how old people used to say. But, but let's transition a little bit because that is very powerful. Ladies, I know you got to go back and listen to that again because a lot of people, even in myself, I, I give you a testimony that real quickly, I didn't know when to leave, and I had the same thing just like you, Dr. Dunn. It started drying up, and I couldn't sleep, and the oh, Lord, it was kind of interesting. But then I'm glad that I had sense enough, and I'm going to just say it like that, because you got to have sense enough to go back to the throne and then actually get wise counsel, because the Bible does say that. Tell us a little bit, because you are an awesome, amazing writer. Oh, Lord, I just love it. Tell us a little bit about the, the, the amazing, you know, you already have so many amazing publications, and tell us about the ones that's actually, that you can share, if it's okay to share, about the things that you're actually working on. I have um, two two uh, books that, faith-based, faith-based books that I'm getting ready to um, release within the next um, three months, and uh, one of them is The Silent Cry of the Elect Lady. And the Silent Cry of the Elect Lady is a book of testimonies from uh, pastors' uh, wives that um, or ex-wives that have um, experienced betrayal, that has uh, experienced um, their husbands cheating on them, and they still had to uh, come out in the forefront and and uh, put on a smile and uh, literally really have on a mask for the people to uh, stay in a marriage that was full of betrayal. And so the silent cry of the lady is a testimony of five different women that were married to pastors. They are no longer married to them, but they tell their testimony of um, their story of betrayal and uh, greed and the things that, that went on behind the ministry um, the things that went on within their home that the people had no idea that was going on. And so this book um, is being birthed forth in effort to uh, really just enlighten the body of Christ about the things that um, pastors' wives go through behind the scene, the the, the, the part of uh, the marriages that, that, that they don't see and how they have to put on a mask to come out on Sunday morning um, but then go back home and have to suffer silently. So that is um, a little snippet of the silent cry of the elect lady. Um, The second book that I'm getting ready to release is entitled Disarming the Enemy, and it is a um, strategic um, spiritual warfare book um, that's 
that gives you a step-by-step process on how to uh, combat the enemy, how to use the armor that God has given us to be able to withstand um, the tactics and the plots of the enemy and to let uh, believers know that we have been given the authority um, in Christ Jesus to disarm every plot, every plan that the enemy comes up against us with, that God has already given us the the power he has given us, the tools, and he has given us the weapons that we need to be able to disarm the enemy. Hmm. That's right. Ooh, Lord. So we, we really need that, those publications because, and I'm going to just say it like the kids used to say it. I don't know what, they, what the word is now, but they used to say it is what it is. The thing is we have uh, things we used to say in the past, whatever happened in the house, stay in the house. And then what the other one was, what happened in Las Vegas, stay in Las Vegas. The key of having those, ladies and gentlemen, these amazing publications by Dr. Johnson, we need to bring awareness of this because so many people are going through these things, number one. And then number two, we actually need to help each other to pass this pain that people are experiencing. You know, spiritual warfare, no joke, you got to have a strategic plan to get through that. I'm a little witness on that. And then also our amazing first ladies have had to endure so much and still are doing that. Uh, and so we actually need to bring the awareness of that and actually if someone is in that situation, they can actually get amazing help, you know what I'm saying, to actually go past that so they can do the things that Dr. Johnson is saying so wonderfully. It's the walk in their destiny. Because that's what the ultimate goal is. God wants us to walk in our destiny so we can help other people come closer to Christ. I know I kind of explained that on a little bit. But, but, but don't you think that's the right thing? I mean, because a lot of people say, well, why are we now having books about what happened in the, you know, not even just the church, but the things that have happened in people's lives that were painful? Uh, what's your take on that? Because I, I agree that we need to have that awareness, but it's also to let people know that they're not alone and then also to get that help that they can move forward. Amen. Um, my first book that I ever released was entitled The Crushing Place. And that book is just a it's a testimony of my life on how the painful things that I went through in life actually birthed forth the purpose and assignment that God has for my life. And so in that book, I uncover, I'm very transparent in that book about the things that happened to myself and to my children uh, within that process. And, you know, when I released that book, you know, I, I got some a whole lot of positive feedback, but I got some negative feedback as well as to why was I writing the book and why was I, as, the, as you say, the young people say, putting people on blast. But it wasn't about to uncover anybody. It was just to... Uh, be very transparent and to let people know that, you know, no matter what place in life where you find yourself, we all um, go through um, different things that we may be ashamed of. We may go through different things that that's hard trials and tribulations that we uh, really, most people don't like to even share what they've gone through. But my story of releasing the things that I have gone through, it has helped women worldwide to be able to get delivered from some things and come out of some things that they're in just by me telling my testimony of the things that I went through and how God bought me out and worked everything out for the good. And so I think that it is definitely needed, not only in the body of Christ, but all, you know, together it's needed for 
people to be transparent and to tell their stories and write their stories because you don't ever know who you are um, helping just by being transparent and writing your story because sometimes people think that they're in, in whatever they're in alone and that nobody has been in that place where they are, nobody understands the place where they are. But then when they can pick up a book and they can begin to read your story and they can begin and you can begin to enlighten them to say, Well, hey, you know, here's somebody else that has went through this hard place, but look at what God is doing with her now. God has brought her out and has brought her into an even a even greater place. So I think that it's very important that we tell our story and that we be very trans transparent and open and honest when we tell it because the purpose of us telling it is to help bring somebody um out of the place where they are and bring deliverance into their life so they can move forward in the things of God. That's it. Amen. 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 That's amazing. That's well, I just love it. I just love it. You know, time goes by so quickly here. I, I could just talk all night, <laughs> all day, <laughs> but this is great information. As, as some of the older pastors said, this is the meat. You really need to chew on this. So I know, ladies and gentlemen, you want to replay or be ready. You know, it'll be ready soon so you can download, you can go back and take some more notes and all those types of things because we need to hear those things. And so, Dr. Duncan, tell us if we have missed anything in our conversation. Let us know about that. And if you please tell us how we can get your publications, how we can support you on social media, and, of course, you know, more information how we can actually become clients or, you know, ourselves, and then also we can actually refer other people so we can actually, so you can push us on to our destiny. <laughs> amen, amen. If you're listening to the, this broadcast and you would like to connect with me, um, you can find me on my website on www.drcoreenjohnson.com and all of my information, the uh, mentoring, everything that I do, you will um, find it on my website. And also you can connect with me on social media as well. Um, I have several um, social media pages. One of them is Dr. Coreen Johnson. I have a Teach Me How to Love You a Global Marriage Ministry page where I mentor uh, married, married women on how to be the Proverbs 31 wives that God is calling us to be. And I also have a Living Life in Purpose uh, page on Facebook as, as well, and that's uh, a page when you go on there, you will, you will begin to see my flyers. Um, I do a, a morning conference call every Monday morning. Um, to help give the men and women of God tools to help push them into their purpose and into their assignment that God has for them in the earth. So once again, um, you can uh, connect with me on my website, www.drcoreenjohnson.com, and you will see all of the services and everything that I offer um, on that website, or either you can connect with me on social media as well. And if you would like to obtain a copy of any of my books that I have already published, um, you can um, purchase those books on Amazon. Um, they're they're available on um, Barn and, and Barnes and Nobles. And if you want to download them on um, your tablets, they're also available um, at Nook and Kindle. That's all right. I love it. I love it. Well, first of all, Dr. Johnson, we want to thank you so much for being in your purpose. And then secondarily, we want to ask you, thank you so much for being a guest here at Good Deeds. If you need us for anything, please, please don't hesitate to contact us. Yes, ma'am, and thank you so much for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. 